Hey friends, welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm Angela Donatio, and each week I share compelling conversations with leading voices. They encourage us to ground our worth in the word instead of the narrative of the world. Together we'll make our lives matter no matter what. Here's this week's episode. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm sitting down with someone that I consider a friend. We were kind of chatting here for a few minutes how long we've known each other. We're not going to tell you how long it's been, but it's a while and it's it's just been a God connection. And that really is the theme of this whole conversation. And I want to just encourage you today. What if the unexpected delays and detours in your life are not random? So Carmen Horn is here today. She's the author of Grace Maps, Our Journey Guided by God's Grace. She's a wife, she's a mom, and she's a board-certified certified advanced Christian life coach, and she's a speaker who loves to use her gifts to support women. And if you're a man and you like to listen to the podcast, still lean in. You're going to learn so much out of this conversation. Think of Carmen as our hope coach this year, and she's going to help us connect God's consistent presence to our journey. So welcome, Carmen. I'm so excited and honored to have you here today. Hello. Well, so we good have, to be here. And we, I don't, you know, to be honest, even if I wanted to divulge how long it's been, I can't even remember. Do you remember know. how long ago we met through the Proverbs 31 ministries? Yeah, yeah. And I was one of the coaches for Compel and, yes. and you were um, really just randomly placed in my group. Wow. I didn't know any of the women in my group when we started and, and some of us have become friends and several of these women are authors now. So congratulations, two books you have authored at this point. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. It was a random. Uh, well, as we're going to talk a little bit about how that, things are not random that's, today. That's exactly why I said what that. random. Um I was placed in your, I think it was uh, a gold group or something. I can't remember what they named them at the time, but anyway, uh, yeah. And you just took me under your wing and, Mm. and comforted me because I was like a deer in headlights and didn't know, I just had no clue anything about anything, you know? Well, as so so many of us do when we're starting out, honestly, because I still talk to women, they want to write a book or they want to launch a podcast and you have this dream, you have something stirring in your heart, but getting from point A to B, again, this idea of connecting dots, we can just get so stuck. And that's why I intentionally said the word random, because I don't believe, especially when we're Christ followers, I just don't believe in random occurrences. I believe that God divinely orchestrates our life. And he says that he's prepared works in advance for us to do. So, you know, as we just operate in obedience, just staying in obedience to the Holy Spirit and to the Lord, then we're going to be in alignment with his will, which I think is, it takes a lot of pressure off of us too, to not feel like we have to kind of make something happen, but we have to lean into the goodness of God. So I actually have your book right here with me, Grace Maps, Our Journey Guided by God's Grace. And I wanted to feature you right here at the beginning of 2023, because I feel like, you know, we're in the start of 2023 still, but I, my, my guess sadly is that some of us have probably already encountered some delays, some detours along the way. Uh, and maybe if, if you're one that does New Year's resolutions, uh, you may already be struggling, you know, trying to see these changes or this growth that you want to see. And that's why I wanted to have you here in the beginning of the year. Out of curiosity, Carmen, do you make like new year's resolutions? Do you have like a a new year's word or do you forego all of that? I would love to know, especially because of the way you encourage us to connect dots. Mm -hmm. If, if that's a practice that you ascribe to. I, 
I have periodically chosen a word of the year. Okay. Uh, last year, my word was clarity. And I haven't even began the process of trying to sort one out for, for the coming year. Same. Um, I make goals. I think I loosely make goals. Okay. So, you know, uh, because then when I don't accomplish them, I feel like I'm just failed. It's just over. I can't do it. Yeah. yeah that's, you know? that's a good point. Yeah. So I just kind of loosely make some goals. So these are some things I'd like to, I, I sure would like to, to accomplish this year. You know, I want to walk this many days a week and it's not all about, uh, ministry goals. It's, sure. I, I try to, I try to put some personal goals in there, some ministry goals in there. There are just some things that I think this would be really good if I, this would, you know, and would impact my health, whether spiritual health or, or mental health or, you know, physical health. This would be good for me this year if I could try to to do this. And then uh, I hold them a little bit loosely mm. so I can see how, which is probably not the traditional way to do a goal. You know, I hold them a little bit loosely and just kind of see how the Lord puts my life together. Sure. His providence, you know, how he puts my life together. Hmm. I love that, Carmen. Last year, my first episode of 2022 was Mark Batterson, Pastor Mark Batterson. Mm -hmm. He talked about win the day and setting goals and reverse engineering those goals. I think you make a great point. I find that we can get overwhelmed when we just, we, we try to attain too many things. I bought a new resource this past year that I just, I need to still finish moving into 2023, but it basically is a goal planner. Mm -hmm. I've never used anything like that. It's from Cultivate, that ministry. And one of the things that was helpful for me, Carmen, is they had us kind of look through our past year and put things in categories and somehow putting it on paper helped me to identify where I didn't feel like that's something I was, I should continue or something that I felt excited or hopeful about, or something mm-hmm. that gave me anxiety, yeah. seeing it on paper in front of me, helped me to even come to grips with, okay, that really needs to move out of my, my life, my schedule, yeah. my calendar. Um, why is that the case? Maybe even why sometimes visualizing it can be helpful in, because this is a very visual book. I mean, yeah. you walk us through visually, as you can even see here, guys, there's a lot to write, Although she includes so many personal experiences, we're going to explain really how to use this in a minute, but it's intended for you to kind of get a visual, get your eyes on what's going on in your life. So walk us through the power of that, because I just witnessed that firsthand and it was interesting to me. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, when we write things down, that's one of the reasons why I like to write scripture. When you write things down, not only are you reading it with your eyes, you know, mm. you're writing it down, you're using a lot of different senses. And I think when we write things down, they become, you know, uh, somebody joking, a girlfriend years and years and years ago when we, you know, when we used to keep diaries, you know, now we call them yeah. journals. Years True. ago, it was diaries. You know, True. I still have my first one, my little red one that has a little key on the front of it. I still have uh-huh. that. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, my girlfriend, I said, don't write anything down. Don't write it down. Cause when you write it down, it's, it's like, it's true. It's like, it's, you know, mm. but I think that, uh, that's kind of a lighthearted way of saying that also, but when you write it down, it does seem more real. It yes. does seem, um, uh, if you're writing things from the past, then you get to look at what, what it was. That's and right. if you're writing, if you're writing things for the today, you're getting to pour out your heart for what, what's going on for the day. And then, then you'll get to look back at that. So I think it just makes it more, uh, it's easier to rem- writing things down, make things easier to remember. Sure. Uh, we, we implant them deeper into our, our hearts. When we have written them down, we've read it, we've written it down. We've, we've 
contacted a lot of senses there, you know. Sure, that's so good. When I study the word, I study by listening, uh, looking at it at the same time, mm-hmm. journaling. So I think engaging more senses is so powerful. I think it can feel intimidating to put things down. You have to be okay with recognizing the emotions attached to some of those mm-hmm. um, and, and, and giving yourself permission to kind of, okay, how do I feel about where this is going? Does this need, especially when you talk about goals or where you want to be moving into 2023. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. guide us through literally this guide that is Grace Maps. What was the heart behind this? Tell us your heart behind Grace Maps and how would you encourage us to best use it? Well, I think that, as I coach uh, or just encourage women in my day-to-day life that, that I encounter along the way, so many women feel like life is just random, mm. that things are just happening to us random, that there's no, there's, there's just no plan here. They know, believers know that God says there's a plan, but everything just feels really, really random mm. and there's no purpose. You know, in the hard times, in the in the in the um, the smooth going times, the easy times, we don't look for purpose. That's true. But, uh, but when the hard times, we start looking for a purpose. We need an answer for the why of what's all going on in there. And I think in hindsight, our vision improves, so we can look back and and our the blurry of messy kind of the focus uh, clears. Yes. In hindsight, and we can look back, and that's where the my heart of that came in where I heard over and over where people thought everything is just random. Mm. And in reality, it's not for a believer. He guides our steps. Yes. And um, so we can look back on it instead of seeing all these little short stories. uh, Our life is just full of short stories. It's really a a beautiful memoir and just, just a beautiful memoir. And Mm. it's just all intertwined together. And, um, I think that was the basis of it where I wanted it, the women that I encountered, whether it was through me personally or me personally through a book that, uh, they saw that no, no life is not random for mm. the believer. God has a plan yes. and roadblocks and detours and recalculations is him working on that plan him mm-hmm. uh, working with us on his plan. That's because, good. You know, we're the, we're the ones that sometimes take a detour yes. and he has to nudge us back on the road, you know? So uh, he uses all that. He uses all of that. Mm. And that's, that's where Grace Maps was born was try- I wanted to help women see life is not just a series of random events. Yeah. It's not, there is a plan And um, we're not going to understand every step along the way, but there is a plan. You know, I find that interesting, Carmen. I'm I'm, I'm feeling myself as you're saying that a little surprised, I guess, being in ministry so long, I... I've had a lot of detours, whether it's health issues, I've shared about them on the podcast here. I don't know to get into that or just different things. that didn't quite turn out the way you want, but I guess as a believer, I really do believe at my core that, that nothing happens to me. That's not filtered first to the loving hands of a heavenly father. And so mm-hmm. trusting and having that frame is so yes. crucial. So do you, for you to say that it's very insightful because if we see life as happening to us, mm-hmm. number one, we're quickly going to become a victim to our circumstances. We're going to feel like we have no control or somehow not even God is in control. Yeah. So understanding that, I can see why people could become stuck, why they could become mm-hmm. bitter, mm-hmm. why they could feel like God is disconnected rather than intimately 
acquainted. My third book is astounded encountering God in everyday moments. And the whole idea of that is God is intimately involved in our lives, but living in that awareness of it Mm -hmm. is crucial or else we're not going to see it. We're not going to believe that he's a part of our lives. And the reason I asked how we can use it is it's really not intended, at least what you just called it a, like you're basically, you're writing a memoir because it's divided by age where you kind of were at your age in life. I'm not even to some of these ages yet. So it's not intended for you to just sit down and read it like you would a typical book. It's really intended for you to pace yourself is that I would say almost see it as a journal and yeah, and to yeah. reflect, take your time with it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to use, when you start Grace Maps, you're going to begin at the beginning of your life, at your birth. Yeah. You're going to work your way through that. And of course, we don't have lots of memories of our birth, but we have mm-hmm. heard stories about our birth. Right. And uh, so we're going to work our way through different seasons of life. And we're going to, uh, using my personal stories, using biblical examples, yes. lots of questions. I'm going to help. I want to prompt memories hmm. because sometimes, especially if there have been, if you've had some hard times, there's not a lot of good memories in there. Yes. And, yes. And, but the, but my, hopefully my questions will prompt you to kind of get back into that season of life. Um, and uh, you can kind of record some things. And each season, we're gonna we're gonna create a grace map, a little mm-hmm. mini grace map. By the end of where you're at today, where you want to stop today, uh, in your life now, when you get to that spot, because you may not have went all the way to the to the end of the of it yet, uh, you're gonna have this beautiful grace map, and wow. they can download a copy of that off my website, a color, a one that's just beautifully uh, illustrated, and they can take all those little mini maps and make them just a beautiful map to be able to look at their life as a whole, as a, how it, it all flows together. Mm. You know, that's kind of the Romans 828 thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, where all things work together for those. Okay. Well, he didn't say everything was good. Yeah. He said all things are going to work together for good. So it's going to be kind of like when you bake a cake, and you've got these savory ingredients and you've got these sweet ingredients. Mm. And, you know, nobody wants a big mouth of baking soda, but, yeah. you know, all the, all those ingredients are going to work together and we're going to have this beautiful creation in the end. Well, God's the master baker. That's so he's right. going to take all the, the pieces of our life, the not good, the, the hurtful times, and he's going to, all the good times, and he's going to mix those together like a master baker. And then he's going, we're going to have this beautiful, we're going to be able to look back on it and see everything wasn't good, but God made it good. That's right. You know, I don't understand how pain is the redemption of pain. I don't understand how he redeems pain in our life. Mm -hmm. I know that there is no pain without purpose for him. He doesn't just make us, he didn't put us through bad times for the sake of bad times. That's right. I don't understand it. I've experienced it though. That's right. People that I've talked to have testified to how he's redeemed pain in their life. Hmm. And so that's what we're, we're, that's what we're looking at. Let's look back over this and see how these things are all connected together and um, how we can see God's actually is working, which builds our faith. That's right. So when we get to the next spot and we feel like what's happening, this is terrible. We can say, I don't know, but in the past, yes. God's worked things for my good. That's right. And so I'm going to believe him. I'm going to mm-hmm. trust him. I'm going I lost that last little sentence. So I'll let you just repeat that. And then I can edit that. Oh, 
I don't, I see you, but I don't hear you now. Did anything happen on your end? I'm looking to oh, see. Oh, there you go. Now I, now I hear you. You know, you hear me? Yes. Uh, I was so, see, I'm telling you, it's this Zoom. I don't know what mm-hmm. is going on with this today. <laughs> so just uh, in that last little part, if you remember that. I'm trying to think of what you were saying right there. Just that we're, we're basically just going to have a really beautiful map to look back over when it's all finished. Yes. Yes. And when we look back over it, we're going to be able to see where, and it builds our faith. Mm-hmm. That when we face the next, when the next event happens to us, the next disaster or trauma or sad time, we can look yeah. back and say, okay, well, he's helped me through all these times. He was there through all of this. He, this didn't happen, but this happened as we go through and then it builds our faith. And we're going to say, okay, I'm facing this now, but I know from my past experience that he is, he's, he's going to be with me through this too. I love that, Carmen, because some of us may have done a story map. I've done one in counseling many years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm doing one in a graduate course that I'm taking right now. But if we don't also look at where God is in those settings, then they actually can feel kind of hopeless. But what you're encouraging us to do is, yes, you're going to be going through situations, moments, mile markers, memorial stones in your journey, but you're going to be looking at where God was in those moments and what he taught you, how he received glory, how he grew you. So there's intentionality behind that. It's not just, we want you to sit down and journal all the painful moments of your life. Cause some of you may say, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So there is real hope and encouragement. And if you've never done a story map, I, I highly encourage you to do that. We don't want to go through this year. Like Carmen is saying, random events are just happening to us or feeling mm-hmm. like, uh, there's no greater purpose here. Maybe you felt that way. We don't want you to experience that kind of level of, of hopelessness or feeling aimless. We want you to see that God is very much at work in and through your life. And you're going to experience his grace and his mercy. And what a beautiful gift, as you were saying, Carmen, a memoir for someone to go through this, even like to gift it to your grandmother, let her go through it and give it. You really have powerful memoir. My dad and I have just written a book together and we're having some beautiful God encounters behind the scenes of how God is already using it. And I said, dad, please write all of these things down because I don't want to lose them. I don't want them to be lost. My dad is almost 80. So think of it that way, even just a treasure, a gift that you can give. So I want to talk, you've, you've served as a counselor, a coach for many uh, women, a hope coach, you call yourself. So what I have seen in ministry, Carmen, and you've probably experienced this as well, is that people do get stuck, especially when they don't see God in the middle of it. Maybe they can't move beyond it. They haven't healed from it. It could be an unhealed trauma. It could be something that has been left unaddressed. How do you encourage women to get unstuck from a painful part of their story? Well, I say, uh, first off, when you work through Grace Maps, you are going to, um, you're going to have some memories that are not always going to be great memories. Now, there's a lot of fun questions in there too. I mean, you know, but, but you are going to, you're going to experience some memories that are not going to be, that are painful. Yeah. And, um, so you kind of have to be prepared for that, that that is going to happen, that you're going to, you're going to touch on those again. And uh, one of the things I, and the, in Grace Maps, in the back of Grace Maps, I talk about professional counseling. I give the reader questions to ask themselves to, to evaluate and assess themselves and maybe they need uh, professional counseling. 
I, uh, I've benefited from professional Christian counseling in my life. Yes. And so I'm a proponent of that. And I think that that's the first thing that they need to do when they're stuck is they need to assess where they're at. Okay. And is this life altering? Am I, I mean, is, is this trauma that I went through, this pain that I went through, this grief, if I've lost a loved one, has this, is this life altering? Am I just sad here and yonder or am I in a deep depression? Is it change? Is it altering the way I live my life? Those are some questions you need to ask yourself. So if you assess yourself Mm -hmm. and you decide you're not, you don't need a professional counselor, you're not in that deep, deep trauma, then, uh, once you do that, then you start uh, looking at yourself. Um, you, you begin to look at grace maps as a, as a way to move forward and how yes. you answer those questions as a way to move forward. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, welcome to, to uh, Louisiana in the wintertime. I know, right? We're both just <laughs> enjoying this weather that we're all experiencing, plowing through it. Uh, so Grace Maps is a resource, a resource where you can continue, where you work through this process and you see the Holy Spirit continually work in your life. When you do that, then you, then, then you um, also must uh, take advantage of your power of choice. Mm. I mean, God has given us free will and we have a choice and we can choose how we want to, what our perspective is on something. Yes. So I'm going to ask you in in Grace Maps for you to make some choices, you know, what did you learn from this? What did God teach you? What did you learn about yourself in this? Have you been able to use this to help somebody else? I mean, so we're going to get to that spot where uh, you're not in deep trauma, but you're ready to kind of get unstuck uh, and you're you're moving forward. And so you're going to ask yourselves, okay, let's look at this situation with an eternal perspective. That's right. Uh, And let's see how... um, we're in that Romans eight twenty eight again, you know, uh, how is this all working together for my good? How did this, I didn't get that job, but uh, five years down the road, this next season, I'm in a different job and mm. my heartbreak over that. I mean, would it have been better for me to have that job or would it have been better to, to have this job? Yes. I mean, you know, you're going to begin to look at your life as, as this, um, as uh with an eternal perspective yeah how is this looking eternally for me versus how's this looking at me when i focus in on this one event i've had some really traumatic events happen to me in my life mm-hmm. i'm really open and honest about those things in grace maps and uh i have to i've had to look at those things um with an eternal perspective how has god used that yes uh how, what did i learn about about people what did i learn about god what did i learn about me I haven't been able to use it, those kind of things. And so once you work through it with that perspective, then you become to get, you, you begin to see that, uh, this is all part of the plan. Evil's never a part of God's plan. That's That's the devil. That's their own enemy. He's the one that, so that, that that's the father of all the evil that happens in our life. So, um, then God takes some of those bad times. Well, he takes them off. He promises that to believers. He takes them all and works them in, That's works right. them in, and and helps us make something good. But but we start out with a choice. Mm. How? What will my perspective be on these things? Mm. What will what will they be? What will it be? I'm going to choose. Am I going to trust God and what I know about God? And am I going to look at this with that kind of a perspective? Um, knowing that everything's not good, but if it's not made right here on this earth. When we get in God's presence, it will be made right. That's right. So uh, I love it, that it's comment. a choice. 
Well, and I love that you're bringing out the power of choice because that is so empowering. When we feel like we've been through a painful experience, you mentioned some trauma in your life, which has probably been part of why you want to see hope brought to other women, Mm -hmm. because you've been able to get unstuck from some of these things that could have been crippling or paralyzing. And God doesn't want us to be stuck in the pain of that we will experience on this earth. You're just describing the process of redemption, that he can take something and redeem it. I have a friend, Dr. Jody Dietrich. She's been here on the on the podcast. And she says, there is no rewind. There is only redemption. So we can't go back. We can't undo it. We can only learn from it. As you said, process it, apply it and process it with the Holy spirit so that he is invited into every single one of these places in our life, learn from it. But when trauma or things that are out of our control, feel disempowering. We Mm -hmm. feel like we've lost control and anxiety is caused by that loss of control. So then you may find yourself feeling anxious, having panic attacks, not sleeping as well, Mm -hmm. looking to turn to coping mechanisms to try to, you know, and some of those can get destructive. So this is the negative process that we end up defaulting to if we don't deal with these things and a healthy biblically based way. And what I love, Carmen, is you're giving us biblical examples all the way through. This is not a self-help book. This is a spirit guided resource to help us move into the flourishing life that God has intended for us. And for us to feel like choice empowers us. I have listeners that I know you've been through horrendous trauma Mm -hmm. and pain and Carmen could speak to that. And we understand what, what you're dealing with without minimizing that in any way, but we're saying Mm -hmm. the deeper your trauma and pain, the more you need the Holy spirit to, 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 to be bathed in the power and presence of his words over your life. Your first book, Carmen is out of words, Mm -hmm. really just what we're feeling when we just Talk about that for a minute, because maybe someone is listening and you're new to them because this is your second resource and they're almost a good companion for yeah, each other. Absolutely. Isn't that, isn't that great how that worked out that I started Grace Maps first, felt the call to write out of words, and then I needed to finish Grace Maps. Wow. And they, they really do kind of have the same message there. And the message of out of words is when we're out of words, when trauma has happened to us, yes. the tagline is 31 prayers of hope for your hurting heart. Yes. So it, it's a, you got a prayer, you've got a devotion, a scriptural affirmation, <clears throat> things like that. I mean, um, and this is where we where in this book, we address some of the pain that we've uh, through these prayers and devotions, yes. and co- a coaching question where we address those, that, that pain that we've been in. And I honor that because, yes. you know, we have to honor people's pain. We have to validate that. That's I mean, um, you have to recognize that and, and then you can move forward. That's right. And uh, so I've had a great response of out of words. It was wonderful. Um, I read it a couple of years ago. It's been out for a couple of years now. Yeah. 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 You graciously, sent me, you graciously sent me a copy pre-COVID. I mm-hmm. feel like sadly we kind of put things in pre and post-COVID. So maybe if you're listening and you're new to Carmen's resources, I would, would you encourage them to start with out of words, 31 days and build into grace maps? Or what would your recommendation be? Well, it may uh, be where they're at in life. When okay. they assess their self. Uh, if they're just really still hurting, Okay. in hurting, they might want to start with out of words sure. and just guide them through, through that. You know, I didn't, I didn't, it stayed in the top one, uh, 
below 100 for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks in grief in the category of grief on Amazon. And that's not what I had in my mind when I was writing it, but I've had so many uh, widows send me emails and say, you know, this meant so much to me. So I guess, you know, God puts things where he wants it. Yeah. But this was, uh, that's what, that wasn't what I was thinking about when I wrote it. I was thinking about some trauma that I had went through yes. and how I was speechless about it. Just didn't know what to say. And wow. uh, so maybe they start with that if that's where they're at. You know, uh, and the, if, the psalmist <laughs> encourages to do that. I mean, there's several Psalms that talk about in so many words, I don't even have words for this. You know, one says, consider my sighing. Like I can't even get words out here. I'm just, and, and scripture encourages us to lament. Yes, we celebrate, but there's also a necessity. It's cathartic. It's healing. It's part of our prayer. It's part of Mm -hmm. our spiritual discipline. Lament what you have lost. Acknowledge that. Like you said, validate, let the Holy spirit validate that Mm -hmm. as you're saying, Carmen, I'm going to get several copies of out of words just to give people. I know that have experienced deep loss Mm -hmm. and maybe you're not going through it yourself, but you want to have a few copies to be able to give immediately when someone loses someone, Mm -hmm. what a beautiful gift at a funeral, or just when someone's going through a difficult time to articulate and to process our pain with the Holy spirit. And like you said, grace maps doesn't just process negative. It also processes moments to rejoice upbeat moments. So I just want to encourage you to, to, like you said, Carmen, assess where you are, maybe get a copy of both start with an assessment. Mm -hmm. And and on top of the resources, you just launched a brand new podcast. So share about that because I want people to know how they can connect with you. how they can find all of these powerful resources that you offer. I did just start. I have a little Christmas message on there. I have a trailer and a Christmas message. So it didn't officially launch to January where I have, you know, we'll actually begin uploading episodes. I love it. But, um, it's called your hope coach. I want to be your hope coach. Um, uh, and that's what, uh, that's kind of got how my name, uh, that, other people have kind of named me through, I love that. through the, through the years. So it's called your hope coach. You can find me in any of your podcast players and you just search for your hope coach or you search for my name, Carmen Horn. I have a co-host that's going to be on with me once a month. Her name's Christine Brown and she's at Christine Brown on YouTube. So she's going to be doing a YouTube channel. Love it. But, but my podcast is your hope coach is exciting. I'm uh, a scary and exciting all at the same time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it at Carmen Horn coach is where I'm at on Instagram is where I'm at on Facebook. <clears throat> um, a website, carmenhorn.com. I try to make it really easy for people to find me. Yeah. That's what I do too. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's horn with an E guys. So yes. it's Carmen H O R R H O R N E. I'll put all of that on my show notes as well. But, you know, I just wanted early in the year for us to provide resources that are going to help us understand the Bible, read the Bible and see God's hand, trace God's hand and his heart and his love for us, because that really is what the Bible is. 66 books, but really one book of tracing from Genesis to Revelation, the redemptive story that God loves us and longs to redeem anything that we have lost, anything that we don't understand. We don't need to live stuck. We don't need Mm -hmm. to live limping through 2023. We don't know what all of this year is going to hold. Who knew what was going to happen in 2020? We could have never, we could have never planned that if we tried, (laughs) but God is alpha and omega. And what that means about his names is he's, 
He is outside of time and space. So he's not limited. He's not finite like we are. He's the beginning and he's the end. So he's already been where our lives are going. And that can give us so much assurance, so much hope, as you said, so much encouragement Mm -hmm. So Carmen, I thank you for leaning into God's grace on your life. I thank you for not letting the traumatic experiences of your life define you to the point that you became stuck by them, but they became really a platform for God's redemptive power and grace to be demonstrated in your life. That's why I love the name of this grace maps. It's not just our story, but it's really tracing God's grace in every step of our life. He is with you listeners. He is with you. He's Emmanuel. We just celebrated Christmas, which literally means God is with us. But take that message throughout the year. God is with you. Very present. He's a present help in every situation. So we could probably pray to each other, Carmen, but I want to know, because this is the Make Life Matter podcast. You have so much scripture that you include out in addition to your own personal stories. But other than Jesus, who inspires you in the Bible to make life matter? Who has that person been for you? Well, I've pondered this just a little bit, and I was thinking about who would I really want to talk to when I get to heaven. Beside my mama, who yeah. I want to talk to, <laughs> who do I want to talk to when I get to heaven? And I, and I know that this may be surprising, but it's really David. Okay, uh, David has his uh, lamenting. His psalms have yes. ministered to me so many times. I yeah. mean, uh, he starts down with this lament, and he ends with a praise. True, um, always. Uh, I just, he has ministered to me so many times that I'd really like to meet him and have a conversation with him. I want to tell him what he meant to me in my life and how his writings impacted me and uh, helped me through some really dark times. I'd really like to to meet him and and talk to him about that. Um, I'd like to ask him some questions about some decisions he made in his life (laughs) that really, (laughs) that major, it was a major, um, uh, effect on his family. Cause yes. you know, that's as a coach, um, as a lay counselor, uh, who, I, you know, I, I see family dynamics a lot and I, I'd like to ask him, you know, what was you thinking, dude? Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, but man, uh, I just can't even, I was, went through a very, very ill time one time, uh, physically ill and I read Psalms 91 every night. Yes. I mean, I had to read it because I was just scared, you know, oh. and so he made a big difference in my life. I sure like to talk to him and, and, and about some of the things he went through. I love that Carmen. And I had no idea guys. I never, ever know what my guest is going to say. And I don't want to know. I like to hear mm-hmm. it in the moment. And so I had no idea you're going to say that. And the Lord led me to talk about the Psalms a minute ago and the power of lament, because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we're not digging in our Bible, Wendy talked about sadly a couple of weeks ago, how so many, even Bible believing people are not Bible reading people. So mm-hmm. that is our ultimate grace map is the Bible. So first yes. and foremost, dig into your Bible, but then we want to know how to apply it. We want to know how to unpack it and we want to know how mm-hmm. to, to apply it. And so when you start to see the scriptures, you will see that there are flawed people. There is only one perfect person and that's Jesus Christ. Everybody else is flawed. And David not only gives us permission to lament, but then circles that back around to say, even if everything is falling apart, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to praise you. 
but he also demonstrates Carmen the power of redemption because everything in his life was not perfect. Some choices that were made affected him, like Saul and the way Saul treated him. Mm -hmm. Other choices were David's own poor choices that he had to live with the ramifications of. So whether something happens to us that is outside of our control or something we do, God can redeem any of that. He can use any of that. So I'm not surprised that that he is your person because his writings are so impactful and we we sometimes need to revisit them over and over in our lives. And uh, so if, if you're new to scripture, I would always encourage you to start with the gospels, but probably right after that, I would say head to Psalms because you're, you're going to find them to be healing balm, especially for a troubled heart. So we want God's best to be for 2023 and Carmen, I just thank you so much. What a joy to reconnect after all these years talking about God connecting dots and his grace on our life. I was scared to death stepping out and trying to, to be a leader in a brand new organization with Compel. And, and yet here we are. And and again, we look back now, as you said, in hindsight and see that God has been with us all along. So thank you so much for letting your life be really poured out as an offering. And these moments that you have encountered God even in the middle of pain now is a beautiful guide for us. So guys go out and get out of words that's one resource we talked about, Grace Maps, and then her new podcast, The Hope Coach. And of yeah. course, Carmen, Your Hope Coach, Your Hope, your hope, hope coach. coach. Thank you. Your Hope Coach. And then CarmenHorn.com, yeah. right? Dot com, not do, dot org, and H-O-R-N-E. So Carmen, thank you. I would love to just invite you to pray of our listeners, especially when it feels like I need fresh hope. I need mm-hmm. to feel like I do not want to live 2023 stuck. I want to find God and encounter God and change that perspective this new year. So thank you, Carmen. And would you pray over us as we close today? Absolutely. Father God, we come to you just as we are. That's the old song, just as I am. And we come to you just as we are, dear God. We come to you with uh, with our uh, our hopes for the future Uh, the pain that we may be enduring even right now or from our past. We bring all of that to you, Lord. We lay it at your feet and we ask, Lord, for you to redeem that, that you redeem the time, redeem pain. Lord, I just thank you that you've given us this, uh, as Angela said, the the most beautiful grace map, uh, your Bible, your word. And I pray, dear God, that you will reveal to us scriptures that will comfort us and uh, direct us, help us as we read to uh, to be able to see your very hands speaking your speaking to us through this this beautiful uh, book that you've that you've the Holy Spirit has compiled for us, Lord. I pray for those today who who are hopeless. They um, gosh, the holiday season is just the most wonderful time of the year, but also can be one of the most difficult. And I pray, dear God, that uh, through all holidays that we're uh, that we experience, whether it's Christmas or whether it's uh, Valentine's Day or or whatever's going on, dear God, they, they bring all their own difficulties. And I pray, dear Lord, that you would just be with the ones who feel hopeless, Lord, that you just show up for them in ways that they never dreamed, that you would confirm to them over and over your love, your direction that you would help them to praise you even in the pain, dear God, that they would offer that to you, dear Lord, that you would be able to redeem that for them, Lord. 
that you would um, put people in their path, Lord, that would just love on them. You, you know, we are the hands and feet of Jesus. We are how you work in this old world. And I pray, Lord, you put people in their path that would comfort them, dear God, and that would love on them and help them to see you working in their lives. Thank you so much for the opportunities that you give us to encourage one another and to help others see that, hey, I've been where you're at and you can make it. I made it. I thank you for that opportunity, even for myself and for Angela. That's one of the things that she does so well. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, direct us, help us to see your plan for our lives through all of our lives, the good and the bad time. We ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining the conversation. If you've been inspired to make life matter, share a review and subscribe at cpnshows.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Connect with me at angeladenadio.com, Facebook at Angela Donatio VOV, and Instagram at Angela Donatio. Until next week, let's make life matter.